0: This week in wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now,
1: 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group. Retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors LLC, an SEC registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino.
2: Good morning, Chicago. Welcome to This Week in Wealth. Happy Halloween. I'm Elise Glink. I'm the CEO of Best Money Moves, my financial wellness company, and I hang out on WGN every now and again.
0: And I'm Tom Fortino. And I'm the principal and founder of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area.
2: If you would like to talk with us or ask Tom a question about your money and your investments, give us a call, 630-934-1855, or you can just go to alphawealthgroup.com, and he's got loads of free information up on the website you can just download. All right, Tom, so is this our scary Halloween show?
0: Uh, I guess it is our scary Halloween show. <laughs> yeah. Here's our scary. Well, the market's scary. Things are scary, so I guess that applies.
2: Yeah, I would say. (laughs) Uh, Here's our scary baseball stat for all of our listeners. Apparently, we don't want the Philadelphia Phillies winning the World Series. Apparently, the three times they have won the Philadelphia Series, 2000, I I suppose I should go the earliest, 1929, when they were the Philadelphia Athletics. Nineteen eighty and two thousand eight. What happened?
0: Yeah, not not the best years in the market. So <laughs> no. I don't know. Is it coincidence?
2: I Is think. it a coincidence? Should I we know. just root against the <laughs> Phillies? I, I don't have a lot invested. The Cubs are not in this, or the Sox are not in this World Series. So I don't have a lot invested yeah. in it. But that yeah. that stat came from uh, Jerry, who does our engineering for the show. So, uh, kudos to Jerry for that scary statistic. If you're a baseball fan, um, you know, enjoy watching the World yeah. Series, is all I've got to say about that. And the rest of us will pray for our 401 case. Um, Speaking of which, okay, so I have basically dunned CDs during the mm-hmm. year and a half we've been doing the show. We both have said it was like the worst time to think about CDs. And in fact, the Federal Reserve said investors, you know, agreed with us, right? In Q1 of 2022, just 6.3% of funds were invested in CDs, which was a 40-year mm-hmm. low. Always good to be like with the crowd, And that ticked up just a bit to about 6.8% of funds invested in Q2. But look where we are now. I mean, we're Mm in Q4. Brokered CDs are being offered at 4.5%. So this is where, you know, we hate the fact that mortgage interest rates have more than doubled, but I don't know that people are going to be so upset that CD rates have now (laughs) doubled or more than doubled. And. But these kinds of rates aren't being offered when you buy them direct. They're being offered as broker CDs when, you know, through bigger mm-hmm. firms like Fidelity or Charles Schwab. And a lot of times it's a, it's a lot more than you can get on your own. So I thought mm-hmm. um, that and today I think is the last day you can buy an I bond at 9.62% and get that for 6 months mm-hmm. cuz it adjusts tomorrow. So I thought we would talk uh, about some bonds on the show. So let's start with an explanation of what a brokered CD is how to buy one, and are you recommending them to your clients?
0: You know, I think this is a pretty good opportunity to take a look at these. Unfortunately, for 13 years or however many years you want to talk about it, savers have been penalized, and it's really, quite frankly, disheartening what's happened, especially people that have on fixed incomes and so on. It's just been troubling. Well, now we're actually getting, quite frankly, to some normalcy. I know people may be a little upset with the, the interest rates going up, but this is normal. We're actually getting to some point, hopefully, when things settle But the point is, with brokered CDs versus a CD at the bank, if you have an account at Fidelity, TD Ameritrade, these are large blocks. They're still issued through the banks. And as you said, Elise, yes, you can get higher rates. You can get 4%. I mean, they're going to vary, so I don't want to lock into some number. But it's not uncommon that you can get over 4% in one year or maybe a little under that. But you can go right into your Fidelity account or your, again, TD, wherever it's at. We'll use Fidelity as an example. You can log on there and take a look at your CDs, you can ladder the CDs. a little different because it's actually on a market. So you can sell the CDs. There might be some interest rate risk unless you hold them to maturity. But it's not a bad strategy right now to say, look, especially with bonds where they're at, which certainly have interest rate risk. You're seeing the aggregate bond index down 15%, 16 17% year to date. This fixed piece of your investment saying, wait a minute, I thought this was supposed to provide some uh, from protection. <laughs> Stability? So in,
2: yeah,
0: <laughs> Who knew? So in, This is a great. I think it is an opportunity. Again, there's never an all or nothing strategy, but maybe on a piece of your investments to say I'm going to take some of this. And in the meantime, you can ladder three, six, nine, one year, six year, one year. So as they come due, you know they can be used to buy the next. That so that's an opportunity too to ladder the CDs over different terms. And so if interest rates do go up, you can take that three month that that matures in three months and buy another bond with it, or I mean another CD. I'm sorry, but so yeah, I would look into these for sure.
2: So it's interesting because I assume with a brokered CD, you pay some sort of uh, commission. Or is that buried into the price?
0: Well, you know, it's uh, if you want to say buried into the price. But, you know, again, on these platforms, what they've done is these these firms now do not have trading fees on most trades that you make. And, again, they're pretty simplified if you go in there user-friendly or you can call them, them directly. And I'm looking at these and I'm doing these for some of my clients on the fixed side because if you hold them to maturity it's principle protected effectively and you get that yield but um, no there's not really a load there's not you can you can purchase these within your brokerage accounts
2: and I'd like to just point out I mean I'm not suggesting by any stretch that you should take all of your money and buy a CD that's paying four and a half percent like remember that inflation right now is over eight percent so that's mm-hmm. a losing strategy you know short term but long term you know when when people were able to get four five and six percent 4% On fixed income, that's where that whole idea came into play. Where, well, you could probably safely take four percent a year and not outlive your money, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't that a big piece of it? Because you had sure. a big, you know, some piece that was still in the stock market, you know, would be giving you growth of some sort, mm-hmm. and then you'd have this other piece that was fixed, and somewhere in the middle, you'd end up around six, seven, eight percent. Sure. And you could take 4% and know that you're still doing okay. Wasn't that the thinking?
0: That was the concept behind it. To your point, though, Elise, I would say it isn't an all or nothing. We're just saying on your fixed piece of your portfolio, maybe you take a portion of that portion of your portfolio to use (laughs) these. But also this 60-40 portfolio, in fact, I think this year is the worst it's ever performed. You know, sixty percent equities, forty percent fixed. Yeah. And um, yes, the the analysis of you could pull four percent off your account index for inflation over your retirement was based on historical returns of bonds and historical returns of these. But that's kind of been a little difficult over the last few years, especially with interest rates where they've been, and now that they're going up, we're seeing bond values go down. So this this is definitely something. I'm glad you brought it up because. I think these new rates now it's time to revisit these brokered CDs and for anyone they can easily go online, you know, later today and open up an account at Fidelity or TD, you can do it online in 10 minutes if you want to, if you don't have that already. Yeah. And maybe make this part of your plan. <clears throat>
2: yeah, that's great. And if you uh, and definitely if you want, if you still can, get on and and buy those I, I bonds before they shift cuz you will get that interest rate of 9.62% for six months after you buy it, and then it'll shift down to wherever um, it is. All right, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, the IRS made a bunch of announcements, uh, and we want to make sure that uh, you get a chance to hear all about those. All that coming up next on This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Hey, welcome back everybody to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink here with Tom Fortino. If you want to ask us a question, uh, definitely give us a call, 630-934-1855. Tom will absolutely get back to you uh, and happy to, you know, answer your questions. You can also go to alphawealthgroup.com and take advantage of all the cool information that's up there. So last week, the IRS made a bunch of announcements that we want to cover. And I want to start with the increased 401k limits because it's going to allow um, investors to save all kinds of more money, right? And so Mm -hmm. I thought, Tom, maybe we could run those down. And we can discuss them along the way. And folks, you may want to grab paper and pen because the numbers are really big. And if you're getting close to retirement, this is the kind of money you want to be pumping away into your 401k, especially now with the market being down a bit, right? It's over time. You got 20, 30 years to go. It's going to, we're going to see it come back. This is a good time to do this. So, uh, Tom, maybe start to run down some of these.
0: Well, the, as you mentioned, the the big one that we always talk about are 401Ks or IRAs. They've increased the contribution limits. These are called defined contribution plans because the contribution is defined, right? Not the benefit like a pension plan. So the contribution, the new definition or the allowable contribution on your 401Ks, I'm gonna make it simple. It's now twenty two Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it works. It's right. now up to twenty two five, twenty two thousand five hundred if you're under age fifty. Thirty thousand is the amount that you can put in if you're over age fifty. So it's increased from twenty thousand five hundred to twenty two thousand five hundred. Again, under age fifty, from twenty seven thousand up to thirty thousand. If you're over age fifty, so now you have this opportunity to put a lot more into your retirement planning. These contribution caps have been increased, and I think you know more people should be looking at it. This again is an opportunity to start getting hitting twenty twenty three, hit the ground running by by knowing what your contributions are. I think all too often this is not a criticism. I know because we're so busy with life and so on, but. Do we know exactly what we're contributing to our plans? I think a lot of us are really not sure. You have until the end of the year to max out your plan for this year. And so I think some of us, you know, some of the other calls to action, besides we've talked about CDs earlier and looking into those, brokered CDs, you know, maybe you should make some calls to your 401k providers to find out what have you put in so far this year? What are the amounts? You can go up to 27000 so there's some opportunities to... To try to max out your 401k for this year. And then going into next year, set it up so you can max it out again going into next year. And then the IRAs have increased too, traditional and Roth. It's gone to 6,500 per person under age 50, 7,500 per person over age 50.
2: Yeah, so I I think that's a really significant amount of money. And and I was interested to see that only about 12% of employees actually max out their 401ks. -hmm. And I think that that's probably because life is expensive. And also people don't think about it. So you're hopefully over the years that you work somewhere you know, you're making more money, right? You get a raise for whatever reason. And we often talk about banking your raises, but a lot of people just don't do that. They don't think Mm -hmm. about it. The money just comes in. And wherever they have set their 401k, You know, maybe it was 10 years ago that you started at the company or five years ago, you haven't changed it as your pay has gone up. And even if you set a percentage of your income, like maybe you did a 6%, right? Or 4%, because that was what the match was. Mm -hmm. But that means, you know, now that you're making a larger amount of money, this has gone up higher than the 6%, right? So Mm -hmm. if it's an 8% increase and you're only doing 6%, you're not going to automatically scale up to that match. You got to think about, you know, what that number is. So for example, if you're doing a 10% contribution, you know, you'd have to be making $300,000 a year, right, mm-hmm. <laughs> to hit that. And a lot of people don't make $300,000 a year. So you'd have to increase it to 20%. Mm-hmm. And maybe that feels like it's too much. But remember, that money that comes out, you don't have to pay tax on that money, right? There yeah. is that
0: tax deductibility pretty yeah, It goes in. It's systematic contributions are one of the biggest boons to invest. It just comes out. You don't even see it. And all of a sudden, you open your 401k 20 years or 15 years down the road and you got a few hundred thousand in there so that's the beauty of this the systematic contributions and so i would say for anyone here again is this opportunity i know at least we're talking about the difference you know the contribution limits have gone up but i would say for anyone out there who's who's who is contributing to these plans call your 401k provider ask them what am i contributing Number one, number two. What is the match? Understand these because these vehicles can make such a it can be so impactful in your retirement planning. You know, do I have a Roth option? You know, there's so many questions you can ask on these plans. Understand the investment options in the plan, and try to really maximize these plans so you're conscious of what's coming out of your paycheck. And then, in starting in 2023, it's just a good feeling to say, I understand my plan. I know what I'm going to contribute. You know, if you decide to go to the maximum of 30,000, maybe put 15 in traditional, 15 in Roth. You can split the difference and now you have some tax-free things going. And make sure you put in enough to get the match, right? That's free right. money. That's free and, money. And, That's the best money.
2: Yeah, it's so it's so <laughs> is the best money, especially right now. Um here's another way to think about it. So maybe you're in your, you know, late <clears> 50s <throat> and maybe your last kid is now out of college, launched and out. You may notice that your expenses have gone down dramatically, like I have, mm-hmm. right? My both of my kids are out; they're both launched. Sam and I only go to Costco now every other week instead of every week. No, just kidding. Yeah. And we still <laughs> go every week, but we don't buy as much food. Yeah. You know, so seriously, there are some savings. Like maybe you've paid off your house, right? Maybe that, you know, maybe you've got a two percent sure. mortgage now, and there's not that much left to it, and so. Taxes might be a little more expensive. Energy this winter might be a little more expensive. But maybe there's $10,000 of savings of sports programs you're not paying for and school books that you're not paying for and, you know, holidays or whatever you're not paying for. That money is money you can redirect into your 401k by simply Mm -hmm. reapportioning the money that comes in. Or if you and your spouse are both Mm -hmm. working and you've both, you know, done well and so you're both earning good money, but maybe... Each of you is earning 200 a year, right? And so 400000 mm-hmm. together is a significant amount of money. Or maybe it's 300000 together. Maybe one of you can hit that match, or maybe both of you can increase mm-hmm. your 401ks a little bit so that you're living on less. And, and I want to just go back to something you've talked about before. We both have, actually. This idea of practicing living on your retirement income mm-hmm. while you still have income coming in.
0: Mm-hmm. and
2: then taking all of that savings that hopefully you have of the of the working income and dumping that into your savings as well.
0: Yeah, I think this whole process and we sometimes refer to it as financial organization and being organized, you know, understanding this vehicle, this 401k that allows you to really put a lot away, understanding the match, understanding the tax free versus tax deferred, understanding how to use these things. And then you know what? It just that one thing begets another, begets another, right? You just become more engaged in what's going on, and guess what? That results in you being more successful, and getting to where you want to get, hopefully sooner or with a higher probability of success. That's why, you know, we're talking specifically about the 401ks and the IRAs and the new rules that allow it. It's to win the game. You got to know the rules. And as I said, when we start to understand these things, this is not rocket science. But boy, the the payoff. When we start to use these things and optimize them, that's going to make a difference in your. I believe in your uh, success in retirement because now you understand them.
2: Yeah, right? I think th- I think that's right. It's funny, even at breakfast this morning, you know, Sam and I were talking about how you know we really need to think through, sort of the retirement income, thinking through mm-hmm. where it's coming from, thinking through you know what we do, and even as we're spending so much less now, you know, I don't necessarily want to not you know, spend the same money in retirement. Like my goal would be to duplicate our income at 100%. I'm pretty happy, you know, where we are. Mm-hmm. And so we were talking about, you know, how do we think about it? How do we get to it? How You know, to formally have that conversation with somebody who can give us some feedback on the way that it's going. And, you know, maybe there are other places and other ideas for us to both generate income and save. You know, we've got some property that... Maybe we'll do a 1031 and do something different with it. Like, there's just a lot of pieces that go into this. Right,
0: Mm -hmm. Tom? It is. And that's why we talk again, that term I use, financial organization, understanding how everything fits together, staying on top of it, and then just creating a plan. It's the old adage about, you know, getting to a goal or, you know, someone sitting under the shade of a tree because they planted it 20 years ago those types of things and so it's just it's so important that we uh, we start to look at I will tell you this one other takeaway from today maybe we my wife and I every year we schedule one whole day and we're going to do that in the next week to go through every single account take a look at what the values are what have we contributed so far this year to the 401k's you know what are the values how are they titled make sure our beneficiary I mean we go through everything and it's All right, really, so next
2: week we're going to hear about it, right? <laughs> the whole thing, numbers I mean, and we,
0: everything. We, we, did, we take a day off to go through it. it really, you, <laughs> I think it's it's not really a bad idea to just say, I'm going to commit, because that's the only way. You have to set aside the time and say, I'm going to just gonna spend the day going through everything. And All you right. uncover things you probably were unaware
2: of. Oh, unaware. there's so much to talk about here. All right, we'll unpack this <laughs> next week, everybody. We're out of time for today. If you would like, Tom, to sit through your marriage uh, and discussion, <laughs> give <him> a call. <laughs> 6309341855, alphawealthgroup.com. We'll see you here again next week for This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN.